Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you are encouraged by this message from the Nichols Road Campus. For more info, look us up at newdaycommunity.org.
Dennis and Kaku, could you two come up? I just want to, um, in case you don't know who these two awesome people are, I want to introduce you to them. And, and the Lord put something on Dennis's heart to share with our church this morning. But um, these guys live in Japan. They, we've been in relationship with them for decades and decades and decades. Um, we're going on a mission trip there in November to see you guys. They're here visiting for about seven weeks. They're traveling, seeing family, and just getting refreshed. And um, so they're with us this morning. So this is Dennis and Kaku, in case you've never met them before. Uh, but they're missionaries we support. And would, yeah, would you just share what's on your heart, Dennis? Thank you. Good morning, everyone. It's good to be here and, and worship with you today. Uh, normally, I'm really busy on Sunday mornings, and so usually I take either Saturday night or Sunday morning before I go to church just to sit before the Lord and say, what do you want to speak to your people today? Um, and that's what I did uh, for you because I knew I was going to be uh, coming here. And so I just really felt um, for the Lord would say, who am I but you, O Lord? Though the earth shakes, I have you to hold on to. This should be the cry of your heart, says the Lord. Today, set aside the worries and cares that you came in with. Lay them down at the cross and draw near to me. My heart, my love, my spirit is drawing near to you. So open up the door of your heart and let the king of glory come in. The king who loves you enough to die and pay for your sins. I did it for you. Don't think I'm angry with you. I love you, says the Lord. I am a king who loves to be your protector. I am a king who loves to surprise you with good gifts. I am a king that has all you need. I am your king if you will let me be your king. Open up the gate of your house, the house, and let me come in. Let me wash and cleanse away all that you are ashamed of, all that you have tried to keep hidden from me as well as hidden from others. Remember that I died for it all. I died on the cross to give you a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a calm and well-balanced mind. I came to give you self-control through my spirit. Lean into my spirit for these things. Let me fill you today with my spirit and my peace that goes beyond your troubles. Today, rest in me, says the Lord. Father, I just pray right now that each of us, Lord, would open our hearts 
Let the King of glory come in. Be our King today, Lord. Be all that you are, all that we need, Lord. We don't want to do our own thing. And so we pray, Father, we kneel before you. We come before you, God. Speak into our hearts. Let your spirit come. Let your glory come down. Lord, let none of us go away from here the same as we came in, Lord. But let each one feel your presence, Lord. Not just know it in their heads, but they feel it in their hearts, Lord. Come in and be king today, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name. Jesus, thank you that um, you are our king. But you are a loving and kind and compassionate king. So we choose today to give ourselves to you, to your kingship, to your lordship, and give all of us to you, God. Because you are so good, you are so loving and kind. And we don't have to be afraid to give ourselves to you. We surrender all to you today. And we say you are our king, you are our lord. And we love you so much. We worship you with all of our hearts. press into these things as we go into the next song. Thank you. Run to the Father. I'll just say it so everyone can hear. We're going to sing Run to the Father. It's a good one. Go, Caleb.
Good morning, church. I just want to um, introduce myself in case I've never met you before. I'm Pastor Marilee, and my husband and I lead the church here. I'm the MC this morning. So if you have anything that the Holy Spirit puts on your heart to encourage the body with, come and run it by me, and it might be something that fits in with what we're doing we really want to equip the whole body to give. You're here in the church to give and receive to one another as you give and receive from the Lord. Amen. And so I just want to give a little bit of instruction to what River Sunday is all about. Maybe this is your first River Sunday with us. It's something that we do about every eight to ten weeks here at New Day. And on a typical Sunday morning, at about this time, we'd be wrapping up worship and we'd go into an encouragement about giving and a main announcement and we'd have a, a speaker from our preaching team share a sermon and we'd learn um, from the word. And so that's so important. But every once in a while, we take a week where we don't do all of those things and instead, we just practice hosting the presence of the Holy Spirit as a congregation, pressing in further and further to the themes and the things that God is saying and he shows us and then we take a step in and so it's something that we value we've always valued this at New Day and so it's just something we can get even stronger in and so um, your participation in River Sunday looks like um, switching gears from a typical Sunday morning where about this time you might sit down and just get ready to receive some instruction from the word that's a different gear that's a good gear to be in but this morning the gear I want you to go into is different and it says Holy Spirit what do you want to say to me what are you saying to all of us in the room and is there anything you'd like me to do to contribute to the whole does that make sense and so you have freedom this morning you can dance you can kneel get out a sketch pad and, and do some art. You can um, read the word. You can pray. You may have a testimony to come up and share. You may have a word of knowledge or a prophetic word. Um, and those are all things that, that are game on a River Sunday. So I encourage you to, to press into that. Um, I just think, I also appreciate the worship team. They just prepare kind of an arsenal of lots of different songs and then pull from them <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah and so I just love that yeah I think I think what I want to do right now let's um, read the Nicene Creed together because the, the Nicene Creed is a ancient statement of faith these are the foundational things that makes a follower of Jesus, a follower of Jesus, a Christian, a Christian. These are the foundational things um, that we believe, and it's why we're singing these songs, and it's why we're here this morning. So let's ground ourselves in this truth. Um, I'm going to invite any, any kiddos who want to come up and help me lead the church in saying the Nicene Creed. Do any of you want to come up? Ellie, come on up. Anybody? You kids, don't be shy. Come on. All right, Esther. All right, Orson. Come on, Jane. Yeah, Catherine. Come on up here. This is, the kids are an important part of our church. We love it. Come on. So what we 
get to do, because we're on stage, we get to read the words off that screen, and everybody else reads the words off this screen. Okay? Are we ready? Here we go. You guys come here and, and help me with the mic. Come close to the mic. Ready? One, two, three. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all worlds, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us and for our salvation came down from heaven, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, he was born of the Virgin Mary and became human. He was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered, died, and was buried. On the third day, he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven and sits on the right hand of the Father. He shall come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. Amen. All right, that's what we believe. Let's keep. <laughs> yeah. Again. <laughs> she can't handle it again. One time. One time is good for right now. All right. Well, let's do another song and let's just keep pressing into what the Holy Spirit wants to do, okay? Let's do Glory and Dominion.
we're so thankful. We're so thankful. We give you all glory, all dominion. You redeemed us to God. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Let's just lift up a clap. Yes. A praise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. We express our gratitude, our gratefulness this morning. Thank you for redeeming us to God. We give you all glory. All glory, all dominion is yours. I just want to read a, a passage. Um, you can be seated if you'd like. This is from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, starting in verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. If you are in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and has committed us, has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And that's that new creation that that verse is talking about, when we become the righteousness of God. And so I implore you, if you have not been reconciled to God, be reconciled to God this morning. Whether you're in the room or watching later online right now, he's calling you. And if um, what needs to happen in order for there to be a need for reconciliation. What, what, would ha what needs to happen in order for reconciliation to even be needed? What would have had to happen? A breakdown, a breach in relationship. And what was that breach? What happened? Yes, sin entered the world through one man, Adam. And so life... And redemption enters the world through one man, Jesus Christ. Amen? Yeah, we thank you. And so, Lord, we're just so grateful for the reconciliation available to us. We're so, so grateful. And those of us who've been reconciled to you, um, we hear clearly in this passage that there is the call for us to therefore be your ambassadors and share that and spread that um, and take that message to people that they might be reconciled to. And so, guys, let's just respond to that this morning and say, Jesus, thank you for reconciling us to yourself through Jesus' sacrifice. Thank you that we are a new creation that we have now become the righteousness of God. You made him who had no sin to be sin for us. And we say yes to you to be your ambassadors and take this message of reconciliation to those who do not know. 
to those who are still um, um, the old creation. We are not the new. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Well, um, let's go ahead and take communion. If you want to just play a little soft music. So um, the way we do communion here, there's four tables in the corners of the room. And if Jesus is your Lord and Savior, if you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth that he is your Lord and Savior, you're welcome. Take communion with us. Um, and if not, you are welcome to hang out. And we're glad that you're here this morning. Um, but Jesus shared his last meal with his disciples before he paid for our sins and died on the cross. He shared a meal with them. And when he broke the bread and he, and he gave out the wine, he said, this is my body, this is my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. And so we know that the bread represents his broken body on the cross and the blood and the juice represents his blood shed on the cross. And he says, do this in remembrance of me. And so that's what we're doing this morning. We're remembering the sacrifice that he made. We're thanking him for that. And we're going to continue remembering until he comes. And so um, the other thing that the Bible says is to not take communion um, in an unworthy manner. And so if you have any um, willful ongoing sin in your life, repent now. Repent on your way to the table to get your communion elements. If you have a relational uh, issue with someone, you've not forgiven them, forgive them today, forgive them this morning so that you can take communion from a pure heart. Amen. So, um, yeah, just go right now, be released to take, grab the elements and then bring them back to your seat and we'll take together. If you need gluten-free, it's in this corner to my right. little circles and in a little circle of like four or five people and then in your group pray and then take the elements together in a little group okay and worship team as much as we love your music I want you to be able to do this more so you can take a break from the beautiful music and have your moment together as well
Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your body that was broken for us, your blood that was shed so that we can be forgiven of all sin, God. Lord, our heart's cry this morning is that we hunger and thirst for you. We hunger and thirst for your righteousness, God. Lord, we just want to sing our heart's cry to you this morning in worship. Thank you. 
presence this morning. He started journaling what he sensed the Holy Spirit was speaking, and it really lines up with what you've been saying in the um, in our, our communion this morning, too. Okay, part of it, um, barely. She mentioned um, the Lord's sins. Our sins, Lord, let's come against the Lord. Oh, <laughs> up like that. Um, Satan comes to God and says, do you know how many sins that person has done? In an accusing voice. And the father looks at the son, and they smile at each other. And the father says, their sins, I forgot to count. Their sins, I have remembered. Count it no more. Yeah. Say that again. Their sins, I have not counted against them. Their sins. That's right. Yeah. Lord is great, the Lord is good, Lord we thank you, 
This is so cool. Cameron has a prophetic word about the beat of heaven. So here we go. Tell us what you got. All right, just uh, this was a great example. When, when Elijah started playing the drums, we could all join in because we could hear that beat. And uh, it was actually last week at our weekly uh, staff gathering where we spent time in prayer. I shared that I, I could hear the, the drumbeat of heaven. And numerous places in scripture, it talks about the sound of heaven. Uh, in Acts uh, 2, there was a, a mighty rushing, rushing wind, and, and they could hear the sound of heaven. And in Revelations, it talks about the, the sound of heaven being like mighty rushing waters and, and, and rolling thunder. And, and so isn't that the beautiful thing? In Michigan, we, we have the pleasure in a thunderstorm, we can hear rolling thunder. And, and, and it's, it's amazing. <clears throat> Listen, the sound of heaven, it's another thing I want you to just kind of keep that in mind. Keep in mind that <clears throat> this is a comparison. You may not know, but uh, inside of a mountain in Colorado, there's a device that sends out a, a signal. And the signal goes throughout the whole world. And electronics can tune into that signal to keep time. These clocks on the wall... Uh, they call them atomic clocks because that signal is based on, a, on a, an atomic particle, and it's very, very precise. And, and instruments, every time you use your GPS, that is dependent on that signal being received both in sync with the satellite and the device in your uh, car or wherever you're using a GPS to know where you are. So to know where you are, it needs to, to hear that signal. Okay, in the same way, there's a sound of heaven, uh, but like a radio, if you remember the old-fashioned radios, <laughs> you, if you're not tuned to the right frequency, all you hear is static. There's still radios, you know, FM and AM radios. We, we're dependent on the internet now, but right now, going through this room, all those radio signals are going through your body. But you don't hear them. But they're there. All right? And the same is true with the sound of heaven. Okay, the sound of heaven is constant. And it's not quiet. It's loud. But you need to be turned on, first of all, spiritually in order to hear. And then you need to be tuned in in order to hear the sound of heaven. And listen, look up in Scripture what happens when people hear the sound of heaven. All right? Strongholds are broken down when you hear the sound of heaven. Courage is transferred when you hear the sound of heaven. All right? Healing is released when you hear the sound of heaven. The Bible says that the entire universe is held together by the word of his power. Jesus' word, active communication from the mouth of our Lord Jesus, holds the atoms and the, everything in the universe together. All right? That sound is there, but we are, we're dumb to it. We can't hear it because we're not turned on to it or we're not tuned in. And I just encourage you to tune your spirits in. When, whenever, 
okay? This is something we practice on Sunday morning with the help of a worship team that spends hours and hours preparing to hear the sound of heaven. And we gather together, but we need to learn this as Christ followers so that we can be tuned in to what Jesus is doing. Jesus wants you to hear his sound when you're at work, when you're at home, when you're alone, when you're with others, so that you can be in tune, that you can be on time with what the Lord is doing. Because the church, church, we are called, this, our generation needs to hear the sound of heaven. We need to be receivers and then repeaters of that signal. Are you hearing me? And so let's tune. Father, I pray that everyone, let's pray right now. Father, I pray that our ears be open. Father, the eyes of our understanding, the ears of our spirit. Father, that deaf ears would be open. Spiritual ears be open in Jesus' name to hear the sound of heaven. Hearts be willing to respond to the sound of heaven. Wills be surrendered to do what you hear the Lord directing you to do. Join the army of the Lord and let's march with him into the battle knowing that he's already won. And we are there to, to parade in victory with our majestic Lord and Savior, Jesus. Yes, thank you. Let, yeah, okay, we can clap. Let's clap. Um, so we're going to go into another song, and let's just practice, put that into practice right now. We're going to lean in and step into what he's speaking to us right now. So tune in, and they're going to lead us in a song. Thank you. Your 
a picture of something. But okay, so first I want to say something that I'm really proud of this church family about. I'm I'm like the mom who's like the dad of this church family, and I'm really proud of us for something. And I want to say good job. So it's prayer. I want to tell you how awesome it's been. I'll, uh, just a couple weeks ago, this is just a, an example. A couple weeks ago, we already have a vibrant prayer ministry after service. People are often in line. They often break into two groups because there's so many people needing prayer. And they're so, you know, they're getting healed. They're getting encouraged. So, so good. But then it's also happening just throughout the room and in the foyer as you guys are talking to each other and somebody shares something that's difficult or whatever, you guys are just so willing to just, okay, let me pray for you. Right then and there, just a couple weeks ago, some prayer of encouragement broke out in the women's bathroom (laughs) because someone was grieving something and anybody who came in to use the bathroom just joined in. It was this beautiful thing. Um, my, my dad's health is, is struggling, and he's trusting the Lord. But anybody who I talked to that morning, they just prayed. They were so, like, anything, let me know anything you need, and, and just praying. And then um, someone had, had come to church, and she wanted to get her um, life right with the Lord. And so I said, well, let's go up to the prayer team. And as we waited, little Ellie Fielding came running up to me and said, we need to pray. We need to pray. Esther just got stung. And so here, even the children, they just like, they know the importance of prayer and they can come and they can get prayer. Good job, you guys. That is what, yes. God hears your prayers. He hears your prayers. Keep praying for each other. Keep praying for each other. Keep being a church that honors and values prayer and lifts one another up in prayer. And so I just want to end the service in in prayer for each other. Um, And so just struggling to land on on a way to do it. Okay, so thank you. So we're just, how about the same groups that we did our communion in? Um, just circle up, and if there is a prayer need, share that um, with your group, and then lift one another up in prayer. And if they don't have a prayer request or a prayer need, then just pray a general prayer of blessing or encouragement over them in their life, okay? Sometimes people can't think of a request right on the spot, but some of you already have one, and and you're ready to to get prayer for it. All right, so let's circle up and pray for one another, and that is how we will close today, okay?
All right, all right. So um, I just want to pray for one more thing as we close service this morning. All right, so if I could have your attention up here for one more prayer, let's all join in together. And I was just thinking it would be awesome to lift up all of our students from young to old, whether you're going back to college, starting college classes, or in high school, or in elementary school, or you're an adult and you're in school. Um, it's just a really important time of the year, and so we just want to pray a blessing over you. And Lewis, our youth leader, is going to pray that prayer. So, Father, we just welcome you to come and be with each and every single one of us as we go out from today, but also into this new season as it's now September. We're entering the Burr months. Thank God. <laughs> Lord, that you uh, would be with us, that you would be our priority, our number one, that as we're going into the season of transition for many different reasons, for students going into a school year, going into the holiday season a little bit further down the road, so on and so forth, Lord, we ask that you would be the constant in our lives, even amidst the change in the, in the transition, that you would be our foundation, that we will hold on to you and have intimacy with you as we follow in your footsteps. We might not know exactly where the trail leads, but you're our guide, and we can trust you, we can rely on you, and so we commit to that right here, right now, to rely on your spirit, to rely on your direction. We choose to trust your word, that you are good and that you are with us and you will never leave or forsake us. So Lord, we ask that you would bless all of us in the season going forward, as well as uh, my, my own people, the youth, the young adults groups. Um, I don't lead the young adults groups, but you get it. <laughs> Lord, that you would bless them uh, and be with them in this season as uh, we're going forward into this new school year. So Lord, bless them. Thank you. And in your name we pray. Amen.